it's finally arrived. Game week is here. And after hearing Lincoln Riley talk on Monday night, we know that the head coach feels like the team is ready to go. What else do we know with less than a week to go before kickoff? That's what's coming up next on Locked On USC. You are Locked On Trojans, your daily podcast on the USC Trojans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Fight on, everyone. I'm your host, Mark Culkin, and thank you for making Locked on USC your first listen every day. Whether you're watching on YouTube or wherever you download your podcast, we're free. And we're here for you five days a week. So thanks for coming along for the ride. We hope you're enjoying the show. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Give me some feedback. Visit me via Twitter right there at Mark Culkin. Tell me what you like. Tell me what you don't like. Without you, I'm wasting my time, and this show means nothing. So we're ready to play. We were ready to play then. It cannot get here soon enough. End quote. So Lincoln Riley revealed that uh, USC went through a game day walkthrough this past Friday at the Coliseum. And those were his first words, uh, essentially, when Lincoln spoke uh, spoke with uh, the Trojan Live host, Trojan Live is a weekly uh, radio show hosted by Jordan Moore, Keely Yor, and Sean Cody. And they basically asked him how he's feeling with game week finally upon us. Asked, you know, they, they had Coach Riley on as a as the first guest. Um, you may remember on the last episode, uh, I I talked about the physicality and how it could affect the team's depth. Uh, well. Uh, Lincoln addressed that concern because um, he said this week that um, he, he's pulled back a little to kind of let the team get their legs and their body back this week, which obviously makes sense. He's been they've been pushing really hard these first three weeks of fall camp, and last week would have been mock game week. This week, game actual game week preparation for Rice. Uh, he was he was basically emphasizing how competitive fall camp has been so far uh but at the same time uh while he he was talking about the competition um you know the guy is competing for spots uh, he wanted to make sure to to kind of let people know that uh, there haven't been a lot of fights during practice which there that tends to happen a lot especially when it's been as hot as it as hot as it has been weather-wise in socal uh tempers can tend to flare but uh, for the most part, the competitive nature has been up, but the uh, um, the, the fights have been done, fights have been down. So the team is buying into the the culture and, and trusting what the coaches and the staff are saying, and that's a good thing. Um, it, basically, it's all about trust and 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 how much trust. Ling is saying, "Will we see on Saturday?" You know, they they know what they see during the week when they're practicing and on the weekends. How will that show up on Saturday for that first game? Uh, he, you know, he, he said Tuesday and Wednesday are games are, are game days to us. We're going to hit, we're going to tackle, we're going to be physical. You don't save up for the game, end quote. And I think I mentioned that on our last episode. Uh, that is how they're approaching 
preparation for the season. That's it's very similar to how Pete Carroll approached um, his practices when he was at USC. Practices were more difficult than the actual game day. So if we're trying to maybe reinvent the wheel or bring back Pete Carroll 2.0, if that's part of that process, uh, the competitive nature, we're all good for that. We're all good with that. It's only going to benefit the team. Um, lots of good work. He, he mentioned that they've uh, done lots of good on good work. And typically what good on good means, instead of the ones going up against the scout team, uh, they're doing a lot of ones versus ones and ones versus twos. Uh, that's typically coach speak for good on good work. He loves his quarterback room, as he should. I mean, <laughs> he's got a couple pretty solid guys there. Caleb Williams, one of the top recruits in his in his class when he came out. Miller Moss, similar. Maybe not as highly regarded as uh, Caleb Williams nationally. Uh, nonetheless, Miller Moss takes a backseat to no one. And, uh, you know, where Caleb is a very coachable kid, those were, those were Lincoln Riley's words. Uh, he, he also said, hey, Miller competed and pushed Caleb. Um, and it's been a, it's a very healthy room. So, you know, I, I think, look, everybody knows Caleb's going to be the starter. But Lincoln is making it very clear. He's confident if he has to turn to Miller. Um, hopefully he's, he's turning to Miller in this first game. Oh, I'm going to say after the second offensive series of the third quarter. If USC doesn't have Rice put away by then, um, I don't say we should be concerned, but they should be in control of the game. At the latest, Miller Moss and the backups should be playing the entire fourth quarter. Um, if they're not, then we can start raising that eyebrow a little bit. So, hey, what's going on here? Um, still no depth chart was released, um, but Coach Riley did say uh, the starters, we've got we've got some starters who know will start and who will play a lot. Uh, we do certainly still have some position battles going on right now that are dependent on how they practice this week. Maybe this guy starts over this guy, or maybe this guy's a two and this guy's a three, end quote. Uh, so a few position battles this week are still, you know, up for grabs. And it does sound like... Um, until I hear differently, that, that left tackle spot is still up for grabs. I will be back at the at practice tomorrow. To, well, if you're listening or watching this first thing Tuesday morning, I'm at practice right now. Uh, and I will have a uh, my own view of who's suited up, who's ready to practice, and who might not be ready to play Saturday based on uh, who's hanging on a rehab island. We'll see how, uh, how much Lincoln Riley lets us view. Uh, on Tuesday. Practice starts at uh, 8 a.m. I believe 8, 10 a.m. to be precise. Uh, he has said that um, the small but talented freshman class was brought up as far as recruiting goes. So, look, there was, uh, what, a 12? I, I can't remember the exact numbers. Nevertheless, there's going to be three names that you could probably count on seeing having an opportunity to contribute early. And they're, they're the trio from modern day. 
uh, Rayleigh Brown, C.J. Williams, wide receiver, Damani Jackson, cornerback. Those are probably going to be the three guys that we're going to get the earliest opportunities from the freshman group uh, to, to, to show what they can do. Um, but, you know, again, Lincoln O'Reilly was very quick to point out that, you know, these guys who aren't playing right away at the beginning of the year, they're going to continue to be pushed and continue to be developed because they're going to be needed later in the year and obviously in the upcoming seasons. But this year, you need guys. You have attrition. Injuries kick over. And, you know, if you keep buying in and you keep trusting, uh, you know, the new culture that the staff has brought over, you hit that weight room and you just keep doing what's asked of you, eventually you're going to find yourself on the playing field. And Lincoln Riley was very quick to emphasize that. <clears throat> um, bet on it. So he, you know, he, he did that at Oklahoma. Um, I, I don't see him changing that philosophy just because he's here in LA. So we're going to talk about what he, um, what he thought about the defense coming up. But first you need to uh, head on over to bet online because betonline.net is the fastest and the easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. You can find all of your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all of your sports wagering information. From live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts, they have you covered. Head on over to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. Sean Cody, one of the three hosts of Trojan Live, um, one of the best defensive tackles to ever wear Cardinal Gold, he reminded Lincoln Riley that Defensively, last year, this team was a rough watch, and he was right. Um, you've heard me, you've heard everybody talk about it, lament about how poorly the defense played in 2021. Well, um, he asked for Lincoln's opinion on the defense. We'll scrap, end quote. Those, that's, those were the first words out of Coach Lincoln Riley's mouth when it was, he was talking about the defense. Uh, not the most uh, encouraging words, or not how you expect to hear a USC defense uh, described. However, um, he also said he's seen this before at his previous stop. Um, it was kind of funny. He, he wouldn't say Oklahoma by name. Um, he said, you know, the offense gets a lot of hype and attention, but I like the makings and our attitude when uh, regarding referring to the defense. If we quote, now I love his next quote. If we see on Saturday, what we've been seeing on the practice field, I think there will be a lot of excitement about the way the defense is going to be played here going forward, end quote. Okay. Um, so far, I've found Lincoln Riley to be very forthcoming. Um, he, he, he's, he's not going to sugarcoat things. 
So if he's willing to give that type of positive assessment based on effort, uh, that's a good sign. I think what most people really wish they saw last year um, was a better effort on defense. We understand there's a lot of stuff going on um, behind the scenes. Nevertheless, you want that uh, internal drive, that competitive fire to be organic, to be natural. You shouldn't need a coach kicking the butt uh, to get that effort. I understand these guys are young. Again, going to class, girlfriends, family, school, everything. Coach, you know, coaches fired. We, I get that. But you are a competitive athlete. All that aside, you got to have that that fire and that drive on your own, even even when things are just, even when things can't get any worse, or when you think they can't get any worse, you gotta you gotta dig deep. If Lincoln Riley has recognized they've got that drive, that's a great sign. It's a really really good sign. So uh, that's something that you know we'll keep an eye on. Um, we'll see what happens when this team gets punched in the mouth for the first time if they respond that way. Uh, Lincoln did confirm that the players do elect the team captains, uh, but the coach does reserve the right in close votes. Uh, he talked about uh, some of the characteristics that uh, that the staff and, and the team leaders look for. And it's about the small details, um, having an awareness of what you're trying to do, but at the same time, um, understanding the big picture. So, uh, like I said, I, I was aware of, of who the players selected, at least one of the team captains. And Lincoln alluded to uh, the transfers a little bit. So I think uh, we might know who the other captains are. I'm not going out on a limb here by mention, by saying the names Caleb Williams, Shane Lee, um, Travis Dye. I have a feeling those guys will probably be wearing a C at some point during the season, if not the first game. We'll find out together. Um, the Lincoln also, you know, it was brought up about the Boulevard Collective that rolled out on Sunday. And Lincoln said, look, we just want to take advantage of all the opportunities we have here, but in one space. So that in one space was kind of, it's not really necessarily a dig, but there's some concern and consternation from USC about SDR, AKA student body right. The third party collective that is not directly or indirectly affiliated with USC, whereas the Boulevard is. Um, I'm going to get into the whole collective wars another time. However, let, let me just say this. Um, student body right is making uh, USC and the Boulevard adjust their game plan. So that's a good thing. Um, We'll, we'll see if the two can come together eventually. Again, we'll talk about this more in depth on another show. I don't want to, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. But the point that Lincoln was making was uh, he's excited about the Boulevard. It provides the football team with tr 
some great resources and a lot of assets. And it's going to be a big benefit going forward, particularly with recruiting. So exactly how excited is Lincoln Riley for Saturday? Um, he was asked about the team's biggest growth since he got here. And, quote, we're done talking. We want to be about action, end quote. We'll show the fans on Saturday. I just can't wait to play. I think they're going to see a team that loves to play and loves to play together, who loves to play the game and play as hard as hell and as physical as hell, end quote. Our prediction will be Saturday at 3 o'clock. Okay. Yes, all of you guys who just got up picking yourselves off the floor because you tried running through a wall. I did too after Coach got done. Uh, you know, reeling off those statements on Trojans Live. Uh, I didn't really, but I'll tell you what. Um, if the team is buying into this, Wow. I feel sorry for Rice. It's uh, they got it. Uh, it sounds like the team is ready to play, so we'll find out. We'll see what they can do. Again, prediction: Saturday, three o'clock. That's Lincoln Riley. Jordan Addison and Yogi Roth were also guests on Trojan Live Monday night. I think Jordan Addison has the best quote so far. Uh, he was asked by um, Sean Cody, um, or maybe it was Jordan Moore who asked the question. Regardless, it could have been even Keely Orr. Um, wh why did you pick USC? And Jordan was, quote, I feel like USC chose me, end quote. At that moment, for a couple seconds, I think Sean Cody was starting to peel some onions. Um, I, I even got a little misty eye there for, for a quick second. I mean, that's pretty deep for, for a young man just to right away say, hey, you know what? USC chose me. Um, I didn't pick USC. That message should resonate uh, with future recruits. And if you're listening and watching this, on Locked on USC with you, the fans. Uh, that's a really deep thought. He uh, Jordan Addison was also asked about uh, what it feels like to uh, to wear, you know, Carson Palmer's retired Heisman winning jersey. Um, he said, look, he's honored and he's blessed to have the opportunity. Uh, he was a little nervous when he had to talk to Carson Palmer um, with regards to wearing that jersey. Uh, but Carson, you know, he basically just told him, hey, just work hard, represent the Cardinal and Gold well, and everything will work out. Uh, and you'll and Carson will be able to to feel proud. Um, it, was, it was kind of funny because Jordan, you can, if you were watching the Trojan live show, you can tell that Jordan was a little nervous. And when he had, a, he even said when, you know, talking to Carson, he, he kind of felt a little intimidated. Uh, but Sean, you know, he reminded him that you know, Carson, as big and as as athletic and as intimidating as he can look standing next to him, he's one of the nicest, kindest people you'll ever meet. And it's true. I've had a chance to talk with Carson. Um, he is a goofball, a jokester, and uh, 
he loves USC. And so does Sean Cody. And I think when all when things are all said and done, uh, I think Jordan Addison is going to as well. Uh, he's learned a lot in his short time that he's been here. And that's the biggest thing. He's here uh, for business. He knows that Lincoln Riley and Dennis Simmons and, and this staff is going to get him. They're going to kind of wrap a bow around everything he did over at Pittsburgh and make him just as NFL ready as he can be uh, when it's time for that draft. Um, Yogi Roth was also Pac-12 Network host. Uh, he was on the show and he said, look, excitement is the word of the day, I guess, for Monday. Uh, but he has never been more excited to call a game in his career. Unfortunately for Yogi and for USC fans and for people who are intrigued about this team and want to see what it looks like, what this USC football team looks like under Lincoln Riley, first game's on the Pac-12 network. And so very few people are going to see the dawning of this new era. So uh, everyone might have to uh, find a way to uh, locate that Pac-12 network. Or, you know, next week they will be uh, will be on a bigger network when they travel to Stanford. Nevertheless, um, USC is going to have a chance to look good against a weak opponent. And even if they do have a couple of hiccups here and there, not that many people see it. Um, so, you know, a lot of the story is going to be told nationally, at least by the scoreboard and by the stats. So I, I, it's going to be important that USC, you know, they win this game in convincing, convinc convincing fashion. They're a 34 and a half point favorite. They need to win by 34, by 35 points or more. Um, the last time USC and Rice played was 1971. They shut them out. There's no reason they shouldn't shut this team out. At the very least, give up a late score when the backups are in the game. Rice poses no challenge to this team, even USC's defense. Lincoln Riley tried to play it up a little bit, saying, hey, you know, Rice has got a nice front four, front seven, whatever. Their experience, yada, yada, yada. That was coach speak. I'm here to tell you, Rice should pose zero threat to this team. Zero. None. Absolutely nada. Um, however, you know, uh, back to Yogi, he did bring up a good point. Uh, he asked, Yogi, he, he mentioned he had brought up uh, Chris Peterson, the former Washington head coach, Boise State head coach. He asked Chris Peterson what it takes to install uh, a philosophy, a new culture. And without hesitation, Peterson answered Yogi with 18 months. Well, Riley's asking his team to trust and to go all in and, you know, basically half that time. What did he, you know, we're, we're now in, Riley got here, what, November of 2021? The first game is September. So nine, ten months since Riley's really had a, a hold of this team. We're going to see, uh, we're going to see if the team is all bought in and and trusting, ready to, to go do whatever Lincoln Riley asks. 
especially when things aren't going as well as they should be. That's when the trust factor comes in. That's when you need the guys to rally around and to just stay focused, stay on the same page. So we know how excited um, Lincoln Riley is. How excited are you for this football season? You know, if you're watching or listening to this Locked on USC episode on Tuesday, that means there's we're four days away from kickoff. It's going to be here sooner than you thought. And because I can't give you everything in 30 minutes or less on Locked on USC, when you're done here, head on over to WeRSC.com. Got a lot of good content going over there. We've got a uh, a free one-week subscription special, so check it out. Also going to find out inside the Trojan Huddle podcast will be up this week. Uh, myself, Chris Arledge and his musings, Kevin Bruce, Greg Katz. I think we had a pretty good show there. And on our next episode coming up, I, again, I will be at practice Tuesday morning, so I will have a bird's eye view to report back on on our next episode. So until then, you know the routine, guys. Head on over to uh, Locked On Pac-12. Check out Spencer McLaughlin, your host. And if you need to get familiar with the Big Ten Conference, Nate Dickinson is your host for a Locked On Big Ten. I'll be back again. See you then and fight on.